This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one to many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. So welcome to this week's Inner Circle Call. Today we're going to be doing two hot seats, but we're going to be doing these hot seats in a uh, in a freestyle manner. What does that mean? That means as opposed to, for example, having, um, who was the last one? Was it Laura? Having Laura come on the call and, and share how first year doubled, um, same revenue first two months of this year, and then laying out the plan for the next next 90 days. What we're going to do is is the following. We've got two different businesses here in um, in different spaces and different revenue points and with different wins and with different future challenges. So what we're going to do is we're going to go through both businesses one at a time. And I want all of you to really understand two things, well, three things really. Number one, what was the, the key frustration or the key challenge when that member joined the inner circle and how does it relate to your business? Well, James is doing that X amount million, so it's not relevant to me. No, rubbish. What was James's key frustration? How can you relate to it? Understand what the starting point was. So every time we get a campaign or a project, anything that moves us forward, very simple. as a start point, an end point, and a mid. So what's the start point for both Ken and for James? Number two, what was the key strategy or key actions that Ken or James took? That they took? What was the key strategy, steps, action that they took? So don't just write down they use double R, double R, or no. Anyone can use a campaign. Anyone can use a process. What's the key insight here? Now, I've said it a few times. I'm part of a mastermind group. In fact, I found out the other day I'm still paying for a secondary one. Um, but I'm part of a mastermind group. And at that mastermind group, I very rarely get a new strategy or something I can take away and actually the model, I get an insight over dinner. So, and that's the game changer. So what's the insight you're getting here? But however, it could well be it's as blatant as a template as well. What's the key insight? Then number three, what are the key actions you're going to take? Now, I've said this about a dozen times in the last year. If I was watching this and I'm watching, say, 12 hot seats a year, and those hot seats have seen members, some of them have gone crazy big. Some of them are on the way, but each of them, though, has made rapid progress of some type. If you model just one of those things or applied one of those things, what do you think is going to happen? You've got 12 businesses which are doing it. What's going to happen to your business if you just modeled it? So both Ken and James, just give you a heads up. This is going to be a new breed of hot seat. So what we're not doing is going through a hot seat of James has been with us a year and this has happened. Or Ken's been with us 18 months and this has happened. We're not doing that. What we're doing is we're coming back into, into different, different steps in the process. So as I mentioned about maybe a, maybe a month ago, what I now want to do is I want to take on, on a hot seat. A member might have been with us two months, but something's happened in that two months. Or we might speak to someone who's at month nine and what they've done since month nine and month 11. Or it could be a, a member who's a month 18 and they plateaued for six months. 
But then what happened to turn it around? So again, what we're not going to do is just look at maybe the, what's the word, the, um, the gods or the gurus. I think some of you look at each other in that way, and it's not the case. Everyone thinks they're not as good as the other person. That's just a fact. So what we're going to do is we're going to bring it into tighter timelines, tighter timelines. So with Ken and James, these guys are fairly new, fairly fresh. And what we're going to do, though, is look at what they've done so far, but then also, right, how do we actually leverage this? How do we actually scale this? How do we actually um, increase the velocity? So I'm say it again. We're not looking at guys, you might go, yeah, but he's been with you now 18 months. He's been in recruitment 30 years. He's, he's a god. No, we're looking at someone who's come in, applied something, got a result, not happy with it, tweaked it, got a result, and made progress. But we're not talking about they've gone, gone from – um, 200k to 750 overnight. We're talking about now. So the reason why we're doing this is I want to remove some of the some of the um, intimidation I think that some members have from other members. We see someone doing something, we think that's it, that's outstanding. I can't do that. They're they're a year ahead. So what we're doing here is we're bringing in members who, well today anyway, who are relatively new to the process. So whether you're new to the process, you can relate to it. Or whether you've been with me two years and maybe you're going through a plateau. It's like, shit, I needed a bit of a kick at the backside. Or, um, I, in fact, I wasn't applying that strategy in that way. No matter where you are in the process, I want you to take these sessions now and we do these. We're going to do these more regularly and understand that this is part of a process. And this is so important. It's never done. I mentioned Laura just now. Remember when Laura came on the call? Let's see if Laura's on today. And Laura said to her she didn't want to come on the call because she isn't there yet. She isn't there yet. She's never going to be there. We're never there. So that's what we're going to do, guys, okay? So, Ken, James, are you ready? Just let me know inside the chat box. Everyone else, any questions, let me know inside the chat box. James is ready. Awesome. Okay, so I think most, most of the questions. So, Mark, Rachel, Tana, Lee, um, we will come back to those questions, but I think all those will get answers as we go through. Um, if we don't, um, I'll either unmute you or you can post a question. So, as we come through, there's a number of ways you can look at this as we go through. And again, there's a direct correlation between those who actually do this and apply it and those who just think it. Um, we have Keith on a, on a call every, every second Thursday. Keith's very open about this. You know, Keith was um, pretty much going out of business when he joined us. Um, now, he tells me he's got, he's got six or seven businesses. I know he set up a whole new entity in the north of England where he's now become quite a big name. Um, but Keith also says this. When he joined us, he said the first six months, he was, quote, inspired. He was inspired, but it didn't change until he was six months in. So don't be that guy who wait, waited six months. Don't be that guy. Don't be that girl. So you can go through this a number of ways. So for me, I always like structure when I'm looking at how do I model someone, how do I apply it. So how we create a case study, that might be the model for you to go, right, this is the guy's frustration. This is what they wanted to achieve. This is the fix. This is what they're going to do next. Maybe that's the model for you. So some of you recognize that when we go through the case study funnels. So that's a model for me that personally works, and it works for most individuals. Now, it could be, as you go through, your focus first call is, right, at the minute I'm going through this strategy. So you might say, right, this is the strategy we're focusing on. The key insight I got from James is this. How I can apply it in my business is this. These are the actions that I'm going to take. Or it might be, this is the actual frustration that James is demonstrating or Ken's demonstrating. This is when Ken came to the group. This was his key frustration. 
shit, that's where I am. That's exactly how I feel. So what's the fix? Then what are the actions to follow that? So why have I done it in that way? Just to give you a heads up. Now this model here with the hot seat maximizer, this comes from the member of the group who takes the view of, right, remember I always say to you, there's two questions you can ask yourself. One is, how do I fix this problem? Or two, how can I scale or adopt someone who's done ABC? So taking this view, let's say you're the right-hand side, you're going to focus on how do I move big? How do I model? If you come from the size of, or the side of, I'm not going to say you're negative. I'm going to say that you're a, a, a problem finder and a problem solver. Let's say you're always focusing on the problem in your business. Maybe this model will fit. So we've added a couple of sheets to this now because this is so key. I'll say this again. If we've got 12 hot seats and those 12 hot seats are those businesses actually doing what you're looking to do and doing well, that in itself is, is, is going to give you gold. But we must apply it. So I don't know what you're going to be writing. But it's on you. It's on you to actually make use of this. So with that said, any final questions, let me know in the chat box. Emma, if you just make sure that my audio is all cool. Um, Kieran, absolutely love it. Insight is central. Key thing. Key thing. Wonderful. So with that said, what I'm going to do then is I'm going to unmute. In fact, before I unmute Ken and I unmute James, let me go through what we're going to do, guys. This is what we're going to do first of all. So Ken, James, say so guys, we've done no prep on this. So this can go completely freestyle. What we're going to do is the following. We're going to do a before. So what was going on before? And what I want you to do, and I know that, James, you're not very good at focusing on negatives, but I want you to be um, morbid for, for 30 seconds. But what was going on before? What was your key frustrations? One, two, three. What was going on before? Why did you come? And the reason why I want to do that is I want everyone to understand why you're here. Then, and again, got to say this again, guys. And so, again, before, what date did you join us? So we're talking a couple of months, three months, etc. Now, where you are now, what's changed? So for that frustration, what's actually changed? So this is going to be, by the way, guys, this is going to be just a, literally a minute, high level. Then we're going to dig deep. Then... What are you looking to achieve in the next 90 days? So we can put a plan around it. So I can say this again, guys. Where James, where Ken were before, this is what was going on. Bam, bam, bam. Frustration. Now, this is where I am. Then we're also going to go through, maybe dig, dig some um, metrics out so we can see some um, actual real figures. So we can see in the next, uh, last 30 days this has happened. Next 90 days, we want to be doing this. So we can put some numbers around it. But I want you guys, first of all, to get before, get now, where they want to go in the future. Then we're going to do two things. We're going to dig a bit deeper on what James and what Ken have done. So we're going to look at maybe a strategy. Maybe we're going to go into a framework. We're going to go from, again, before to now, then what this was. Then what we're going to do is we're going to plan. We're going to plan. Now, here's the thing. I got off a call just before this in a circle. Let me see. In fact, I won't mention the name. Um, just before this in a circle. And the gentleman, really, really cool guy. And unbeknown to me, the gentleman was doing 400K. I thought the gentleman was doing um, a lot less than that. However, what's happened in 
his life, in his life, and sometimes life can be a complete fuck, can't it? But in his life, there's a, um, uh, a personal catch-up. So what I mean by that, there's, there's history of, um, so a bit like me, I had the, the recession hit in, I lost everything, and that knocked me sideways. So I was always playing catch-up year after year, just trying to dig my way out of it, just trying to do the right thing ethically. Every penny went into those houses. And this gentleman's got a bit of lag time. So when I've spoken to him, it's like, wow, actually, you know, the gentleman's come to me and said, I think I should do this. And basically what he said is, I should um, do these mini mini activities, basically almost providing services to recruiters, where I can make a 500 bucks here, a 1,000 bucks there. Whereas the minute I looked at him, it was like, wow, we've, you've gone from 300 to 400K. We want to really double your business in the first year. However, if we knew what your wins were, we probably would have done it. And knowing how processed you are, I'm certain we would have done it. So the plan now actually, actually for him is to go from, in the next year, 400K to 800K. And Emma, we spoke about this before the call. Um, we're going to create a model around this, by the way, guys. So we're actually going to do this in, in front of you that we could get back from vacation. So um, all being well, it'd be two weeks today. We're actually go through how do you go from 400K to 800K and do it live in front of you. So with Ken and with James, we want to put a plan in place. But again, the question. So gentlemen, just now, if I was understood the metrics, the question I would have asked him is, right, so you've gone from 300K to 400K. How do we do that? How do we do more of that? How do we leverage that, that 25% growth? What did we not do that stopped us going from 50%, 75%, 100% growth? What happened? So with James, with Ken, the question we're going to be asking is, again, not how do we fix, unless I see something strange right now, not how do we fix this, this tiny campaign or fix this font on the website. I'm being facetious, but you see where we're going. We're going to focus on, right, you've had some good wins here. Now, how do we actually leverage this and actually 2x, 4x, 5x what you've done so far? So this is not going to be a session on how do we fix the minute of a template going from 10%, 15%. This is going to focus more on, right, how do we truly scale this? So again, we always ask two questions. How do we fix the thing in front of me? Or two, how do we adopt or model someone who's done what I'm trying to do? So go from 1.5 to 3 million or go from 30K a month to 60K a month or whatever the numbers are going to be. So this is going to be a question about actually scale, Adopt, model. So what we're really focusing on here, and I hate using the word because it's so bastardized nowadays, but focusing on a strategy, a high-level strategy. Does that make sense, guys? Just let me know in the chat box if that makes sense. This isn't going to be the minute of a campaign. Or any questions, let me know. Epic. Good. So with that said then, let me unmute James first of all. I'm just going to go alphabetically. And let me unmute Mr. James Lee. James, you there? Yes, sir. How you doing, James? I am well. How are you? <laughs> yeah, good, thank you. Um, James, first off, before we get into having a catch-up as such, um, just want to make sure everyone can hear you. Let everyone know where in the world you are right now. And have you got socks on? Yes. I, uh, I'm in Dallas, Texas. I have some really comfy... Uh, ankle socks on right now and um, trying to drip up the sweat in my feet right now. Oh, good man. It's a really good picture. Really good image. Cool. <laughs> so everyone, did you hear the word sweat in the opening couple of minutes? Let me know. Or a couple of seconds even. Everyone here, James, okay? Wonderful. So James, listen, good to talk to you. And also, um, thanks for being transparent with Emma around what's going on. That helps us out greatly. So let's do this. Um, 
we're going to go through this sort of cycle, okay, around where you were before when you mm-hmm. joined us. I know you didn't exactly come to us, you know, it, um, with the world falling down, but where you were before, um, where you are now, and what we're going to do is actually plan the future. But first of all, just so everyone knows you, because not everyone's going to know you, James, clearly, is let's just get a quick two minutes check into who you are, okay? And to do that, let's do the following. Let's break it down. Let me see. Number one, let's focus on your niche. So who's your client? Who's your candidate? Okay. Then, in fact, let's do this. Let's, let's do this. Then number two, um, let's give a summary of your, your business. So been in business X amount of years. Uh, this has been the summary of, the, of year one, two, three. Let's break it down that way. And then summary of last year. Then we can um, dovetail that into what were the three frustrations or the primary frustration when you when you came to us, okay? Does that make sense? Sure, yeah. Awesome. So over to you, James. All right, number one niche. Uh, so I live in Dallas, but my market is actually Southern California, namely uh, Los Angeles. Yep. We focused on software engineers, systems engineers, all things, all things web engineering, more or less. Um, when I first started out there, uh, my specialization where I really uh, took off was being a startup recruiter. So any venture capital, seed funded, angel funded West Side uh, startup, I was basically going to place the first five, 10, 15 engineers. And I love that. It was a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun when you're in your mid 20s doing that because you just, you know, you feel like the man and <laughs> you don't realize this has a life cycle. This is a, this is a young man's game. This is never ending. Um, it's, it's exhausting to say the least. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. So, um, number two, uh, can you remind me, number two? Yeah, so you need to, number two, just summary of your business. So, I've been, I've been in, um, my business is, is this, so my client candidate is this, so we know web engineering, we're focusing on Southern California. Last year has looked like this. Just give me a summary of how the business has developed um, up, up to before you join us. Yeah, so I've always been uh, just a heads down sourcer. That's yep. where I've made my money, that's where I've succeeded. Um, I estimated before this call that I probably directly sourced on LinkedIn for over the past eight years, probably going on 10,000 hours. I mean, it's depressing wow. how much I've, I've directly sourced. And so the, the, the problem was is that I was good at it. I am good at it, but it wasn't scalable. Uh, I realized it was going to kill me. It was going to make me, it was going to drive me out of recruiting. Uh, so when I, when I first started researching and hearing your podcast in March, um, I was, I wasn't at my wits end, but I was basically at the point of realizing, you know, you might have another good, you might have another five years left in recruiting before you just have to walk away the stress, the anxiety, the, just the constant pressure to, I couldn't, I couldn't keep up with the demand. Yeah. Um, business was good, but it was just killing me. Yeah. So, um, I was, I was realizing this, this has a finite life to it. So you're burning out um, then. I was burning out. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. I was pretty low. Got it. Okay. And when you came to us, then so go. It's um those frustrations or key frustrations. You've already given a good insight there, but those frustrations when you came and if, was it been now about three, four, four months, four, five months? Uh, yeah, yeah, four and a half months or so. Yeah. So um, when you came there, so frustration. You're burning out. Um, clearly, you were. You're, you're skilled at what you're doing the sourcing side. 
But when you join us, what was the the either the decision, as in this is what I need to do, this is what needs to change, or um, whether it be financially, yeah. emotionally, what was going on? What was that key frustration that the people can relate to? Yeah, um, I mean, I'm I'm driven. I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I wanted I wanted to actually build something, and I wanted I I was kind of at the point where where I was saying, you know, I'm going to give this a big go. I'm going to see what I can do. Uh, because I think there was probably a little bit of fear around growing the business because it was unknown. I was very good at sourcing, but I'd never actually uh, scaled something beyond myself. Um, so there was probably a bit of fear of, can I do this? Am I capable? Um, and so it was kind of just like, you know what? I'm going to dive in the deep end and joining RMI is absolutely diving in the deep end. <laughs> There's no shortcut. Yeah. Uh, and so... Um, yeah, I was at that point of like, you know what? Screw it. I'm just going to go for it. And if I fail, I fail, but I don't want to have the regret of not going for it. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's, it's been a beat down at times, but uh, I absolutely see where this is headed and it's pretty encouraging. So Cool. So I've, I've got some numbers here um, for just to give me a, before we get into some detail, okay? And May to July, I've got the, down, is it 1.5 million? Revenue. Yeah. 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 Or, um, and the profit was 319. Is that right? Yeah. So that's because we, sorry, I should have given more insight. Uh, the primary, our primary book of business uh, is contracting. So yeah. that, that basically allowed me to double the business two or three years ago being on my own. Um, I, it was just me. I had no back office person that had to change quickly, but that has allowed me to, uh, to scale and lead to the trajectory of meeting you. So, um, yeah, so basically we operate at a certain markup. We have a cost burden. We make the spread. Um, yeah. We have we hold anywhere from 20 to 25 contractors on our payroll at any time. And that's the side of the business that I'm very interested in scaling. And um, That's what we're going to focus on, focus on now. Yeah. Um, and yep. our target for the next 90 days is we want to do 2 million in the next 90 days. And our profit is going to be um, 500, yeah? Correct. Okay, good. So the first thing that jumps out here, so it's always, we want to look at the, the ratio. So the ratio is consistent. So we've got, well, it's slightly bigger. So 25% next 90 days. Currently, it's around about 20, uh, it's a bit less than that, isn't it? So we talk about the ratio. So the contract uh, margins, uh, unless it's just a calculation thing, slightly different. Um, so what we're looking to do here then with James is next 90 days, 2 million. That's our target. So what we're going to do now, guys, is we're going to do two things. Number one, is we're going to break down what James has done um, in well in the last 90 days to get that figure and what's worked, what's not worked. Then what we're going to do is focus on how do we actually get that 2 million in the next 90 days and how do we make it happen. But I also think there might be some other elements around this, James. So I mentioned the, the chapters now I was speaking to before the call. And often there's there's um, uh Opportunities either in your in your in your uh, in in your metrics. I it could be your your fee. It could be in your your contractor numbers. There might be something there we can tweak to actually improve that. Um, or may, there might not be, by the way. But as often as, as there's margin or something we we can do to improve. So what we're going to do is that, guys. So first off, any questions for James so far in terms of his niche, um, in terms of his. By the way, James, I wasn't aware of the degree of. Um, stress, anxiety, frustration you've referenced around you've got five more years in the business so thank you for that I wasn't aware of that um, and do you know what kudos to you because being an entrepreneur in recruitment is, is fucking hard you know and it is it's, it's, well being an entrepreneur is hard <laughs> it, yeah, so, 
Say it again, James. I said it's a beatdown at times. Yeah, you know, especially when we're at home, it's like um, you know, when we get together on these calls, get together live. You know, it's, 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 it's I think it's key to keeping your head above water sometimes, and keeping that you know that family around you. So, guys, let me do this first of all. Any questions for James? Anything you want James to articulate or um, drill down on terms of nature or anything like that? Let me know now. Um, and then what we'll do, James, is we're gonna we're gonna do two things, okay? Um, in fact, let's do this. Let's first of all focus on in the last ninety days what what worked because I say I want to keep the focus on what we do more of, and then let's mm-hmm. what we're gonna do in the next ninety days. So um, if we do that, okay, let's focus on what worked, and if we take the view of let me see this, uh, yeah, if if we if we break it down into into the following, if you break down. In fact, in fact, first of all, let me let me ask you a couple of questions, and I'll draw the model from that. Okay, if you look sure. at the, the last 90, 120 days, what would you summarize as the biggest win for you? Yeah, when I first joined, I looked up at Mount Everest and I said, "Oh man, this is a lot of work. This is a big learning curve." So I kind of took inventory, and I'm like, "How do we have the how do we have output in the quickest manner possible?" I have a really amazing recruiter that I work with. She is an absolute grinder. So I wanted to ensure her success. So one of the first things we did was hired a sourcer. And that took a lot of training, a lot of TLC, constant work. She works with him every day, but he is amazing. And he's, he's already sourced uh, a lot. Like he's forced, sourced four deals for us in three months. And for the ROI on that, it's incredible. Yep. So I wanted to make, her, make sure she was successful before I moved on because she was also miserable. Um, <laughs> she was, she was, uh, reaching her wits in. So I'm like, hold on, we're pumping the brakes. We're going to change up strategy. I want to make your life better. Um, and here's what we're going to do first. So that's been a major, um, stress reliever. Oh, it, it took a lot to get it going, but now it's, it's, it's dialed so, so, in. So and if you can summarize that, cause that's a key point there. Um, you know, if we, if we're, um, if we're not happy doing what we're doing, we're not going to keep doing it, are we? We're going to get frustrated and think, oh, sod it, I'm going to watch the game. Um, so that, that key, key driver for your, your member of, of the team who was not happy, what was, the, what was causing the unhappiness and what fixed the hap- well, to become happier? Yeah, she was, I mean, she, like me, she had to grind and sort, directly source all the freaking time. And that really takes a toll on a human. Like it's, we weren't designed to, to stare at LinkedIn for 40 hours a week and, nope. and not, have our, not have our psyche majorly affected. So, Correct. Um, she was she was getting low, and I'm you know I, I love her, and she's she's like my sister, so I wanted to take care of her and make sure that her family was in a good place, and uh, so that was that was the low hanging fruit that I saw. I th- and I think I got you passively mentioned that in a VA uh, webinar you gave of you can train VAs to source for you, and I'm like ah that seems a bit like a stretch. I don't know because I've honestly tried everything to not have to directly source in the past before RMI, and I was a bit of a cynic. Yeah. thinking somebody else could get me good candidates. Um, but it's just, it's a constant tweak, 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 hone in, hone in, hone in, and it starts to work. So Okay, cool. If, if I may, just stick on this for another 30 seconds. Um, so you're, you're a member of your team, and in, in turn, you, you're absolutely right. You know, we weren't designed to sit in front of LinkedIn or even a computer. You know, we were designed to be out climbing trees, you know, not doing what we're doing now. Um, so we, we've gone from a place of grinding, being, you know, that emotionally drained to happier. Just what, 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 were or I know we're mid path. It's been three, four months you've been with us. But what mm-hmm. um, what has happened to make your team member or you happier? So what what's happened to actually start a you know, yeah. process? 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, everybody loves double R, double R at first. I'm, I'm absolutely, we're in the honeymoon phase right now. We're, we're going to Cancun next week. It's going to be awesome. Um, I kid, but no, it's, it's been <laughs> a really, it's been a really powerful tool. Um, and, and honestly, getting that set up and getting the technical side set up, if I didn't have my engineer working on it, yep. um, because we were, I, I got aggressive with it three weeks in, I was like, man, I got to monetize this ASAP. I am ready to make some freaking money off, off RMI. Come on now. Come on. So I, I scaled it up too quickly and I'm, I'm very optimistic about that. That seems like it's going to be great for us. Um, however, uh, the, I think the real change on the double R, double R side started when we really started uh, getting finite on the data. So really sync, really honing in our Boolean strings for LinkedIn, because I could cast an, a, a, a huge net, but it would pull up every uh, code school, entry level noob engineer in Los Angeles. And that's not where we thrive. That's just going to waste our time. So the more I started honing in, honing in, honing in on the actual uh, data side of double R, double R, that's when uh, the results started popping. Um, but honestly, it's, it's Andy, it's, it's just a sequence of tiny, tiny tweaks. There's, yeah. there's not one giant thing I did. It's just a series of tiny, tiny revisions. Correct. I'm just constantly, constantly honing. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you're absolutely right, and that's that's the. Um, you know, we do we make a point now on um, when we have a launch game plan. No matter who it is, whether they're, do, they're doing a million or they're a startup, it's about that it, um, iterative approach. And if you get that, uh, and you get through that wall, and I also also say to members, if you don't get in that first ninety days, and you're not calling me every name under the sun, or you're not calling the process every name under the sun, or you want to throw the laptop out the window, then you're not pushing it hard enough. You're not doing the right thing. You should get that frustration because yeah, if you're not. Then you're actually not yeah. going through the process properly. Um, you, 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 yeah. you, you've, you've either backed out of the process, or you've not taken the process as it's meant to be. You work, you work hard at it for it might be it might be five cycles, it might be two cycles, it might be ten cycles. Once you've got it, potentially, depending on your market, potentially you've then got a, a process that might run for six to twelve months, maybe longer, um, with with tweaks, and then your engineer runs it, as you say, or your VA. Um, but there, there has to be if there's no pain that first ninety days and Guarantee you, you're, you're not going to get as big a wins as you should do. Yeah, it's cliche, but you absolutely, I, I've had to learn to love the process. It's all about the process. And yeah, nothing worth having happened overnight. So, um, so that I, just, this is a long term yeah. yeah, thing. It's, you're right, it's a long term thing, but it's a really good point you made there. And I do say it when we speak to anyone who does, um, we, we know, we, we you know, invite in now, is if you don't get that frustration, then I guarantee you, because if you take an approach maybe and you, oh, that's okay, and you say you're two months in and then you run that sort of thing for the next 10 months, as opposed to go, fuck, fuck, but then it, it's, it becomes um, a better converting campaign, then you run that same thing for 10 months, you're running 10 months at 40% as opposed to 10 months at 15%. That's a, that's a different business. It's a, it's a different uh, – It's honestly, it's 2, 3x. It's crazy, crazy. You apply that for just campaigns or projects – team it's just it's just crazy um one thing if i may just very quickly so the key thing here we're talking about here before we get into strategy is is the sense of being happier from your you and your mm -hmm. team so we got a, a strategy behind it double r double R, all that but what was the key driver in terms of emotionally being happier and less of the grind how could you summarize that um yeah how can you summarize that transformation i mean when you have i i think of sourcing and uh 
keeping keeping candidates and processes just constantly apply, applying pressure to the openings. That's how we speak is we have to apply pressure, apply pressure, quality pressure of candidates. So when that when that's taken off our plate and we just have wave after wave of quality candidates coming for our jobs, all of a sudden we, we don't feel so like this person has to work out because we spent 30 hours directly sourcing them. It, it, it's just, it's, it's such a weight off the shoulders that not everybody has to be placed, you know, like it, it becomes more of a high level approach, um, a, a metrics driven approach to quality. And yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, the, the mind, the mindset totally changes when you don't have to directly source everybody. Good. So I didn't know the conversation would take this way, this, um, this direction, just, you know, right now. Um, so the key thing here, so guys, we're talking about something you might be going, yeah, but I don't want to be happy. I want to be rich. But the key, key thing is this, um, we've got this, this grind into now this, this system, but we've got also, as you can tell by the numbers we're dealing with, we're not dealing with candidates who are, um, you know, low, low end candidates, should we say, we're dealing with, with, with high end candidates. So the process of working with high end candidates, it works with low end candidates, but it works with high end candidates. But the point is this, is about getting through that initial brick wall. So you now you've got, we said wave after wave. Love that. Um, so that gives you the weight off the shoulders. So we've got the transformation of being un unhappy to happier. If we look at the actual last 90 days, 120 days in terms of the um, summarizing, if you could summarize from a strategic view or a, um, uh, a strategy uh, from the you know, maybe from your game plan or maybe it's a, a tactical view, something that I can just understand with real metrics, what would that be? What's happened in the last 90 to 120 days that I can now process and then we can actually create a plan from this. So you've mentioned candidates. So if it's candidates, give me some metrics around with Andy. Um, in the market, there's X amount or our, our niche is this or um, our pipeline looks like this or give me something around what's happened after 120 days which I can then, we can take and create a plan from. Yeah, so I, I sent this to my team on Thursday or Friday last week. But basically, I wanted to see what our market mapping was looking like, how much the market we'd actually covered for our major categories are Java, DevOps, systems engineers, and data engineers. That's the, the line share of our, of our openings on the contract side. So I really dug into those markets on the Boolean side and really tried to understand how much coverage we have. And each of those categories, we have between 25 and 30% coverage, which to me is awesome because that's just, we can, we can run the entire market through RRR and we're currently uh, interviewing a third VA on the, to add to the data side of things. Um, so that's, that's some low hanging fruit that, you know, we can just continue to, to churn those people through these campaigns that we've created that are starting to convert. So that's okay. exciting. So, so what I'm going to do, by the way, um, as you share this with me, and I'm just going to reference the, we've gone for 2 million in the next 90 days. I'm doing that for two reasons. One, not to, um, not just to make a point, you're going for 2 million in 90 days. Um, I'm going for the point of this. We're dealing with a market whereby we're not dealing with um, candidates which are, what's the word, which are easy to get hold of. We're dealing with, you know, with candidates that have you spent 10,000 hours sourcing on LinkedIn. The first thing, so we're dealing with a process whereby we're dealing with high-end candidates, number one. Number two, you might have just missed what James said there, and it's absolutely a huge, huge point. James went through, back through the Boolean searches, if I heard correctly, and looked at what they'd done. And he tweaked and he said up here, he tweaked and he tweaked and he tweaked. So here's the thing. This might be you. You might have gone through your game plan. So I'll make a note of this. You might have gone through your game plan and you might have gone through your market mapping. And what I tend to do nowadays is when I have a new member, 
I'll say to them, your niche, based on the numbers that I believe are roughly in your niche, that's going to take you four hours, that's going to take you eight hours, it might take you 16 hours, it might take you whatever the number's going to be. So I'll give you a rough number for how long that process should take. Now, what's interesting here is you've gone through this, James, and you've mentioned here about tiny tweaks, tiny tweaks, but even now, a few weeks ago, you've gone through the market mapping again, and you've, you've made it more focused. Mm -hmm. So what starts this process, guys? We think about what we're doing here with James, and we go through this process of market mapping. Then we've got double R, double R. Then we got, well, we said wave of candidates. Then we get paid. But then also what we've got is we've got over, overspill. We've got too many candidates. So that makes us, no, that releases the pressure. Okay. But what starts the process? This here. That starts the process. So remember um, Tanya, I'm saying this with love, my love. I'm, I'm saying with love, Tanya. Remember last week we went through with you, Tanya, um, uh, it was going slow, and we, we realized you, you, we were focusing on the wrong constraint. You were focused on building data, not getting it into the campaign. Or, um, uh, I was speaking to somebody, who was it the week before? We were speaking to somebody around, around the, the map. On it. Oh, it was, it was um, Sol. Sol, you hadn't actually done the mapping yet. You actually, actually mapped the market. So here's the thing. This process here of mapping the market, it still blows my mind that this is, for me, it's just common sense. But if you get this bit correct or fairly correct, it's a game changer for everything you do. But if we don't do it properly at the front, say you do it with 20% effort at the front, that means the best you can expect from your entire process is 20%. But this, I believe, is the most important document in a recruitment business nowadays. That mapping, I believe, is the most important document in a business, bar none, bar none. And if you get that right, it's on point. However, what's interesting, James is um, clearly very, very focused and very, very um, studious. However, he's just gone through this and just questioned it again. So I just want to make the point here, your market mapping, you need to do this with, with laser focus. And that means going back to it, potentially. Would you agree, James? Oh, yeah. And, but I have my days of laser focus. I'm also very ADHD, so I can, I can hone in and be gold and then a couple days. Um... Funny enough, the gentleman just now, I was on the call before the call, um, said exactly the same ADHD. I believe I've got some of that going on. You know, I've, um, you are, I know I have. So I think, I think it's just, I think it's in a circle. I think that's how, how lots of us are. It's, 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 it's some of us are very, very process driven to join the group and massively overthinkers. And so others are like but in the China shop. It's this, um, it's, it's great to watch. Um, so that last 90 days, your market mapping is giving you that focus. So you said about 25% you think you've got right now. Yeah, yeah, um, I know I do. 25% of the of the very uh, drilled down Boolean strings. And that's for each talent category, Andy, that's probably between, oh, probably 3,500 candidates-ish for the most part. So, so i say that again. So in fact, let's do this. Let's go through the numbers right now then. So give me your high level numbers. So you're not on glass, you ask you every single week. Um, in your niche is how many candidates in your database networks. Give me, give me what I need to write down. So segment it as you need to, or you give me an overall figure. What's the numbers right now in your in your in your marketplace it's like some candidates right now yeah i'm opening that doc real quick okay here we go so all right for our java side we just so i know how many sides are we dealing with just so i um I, I i draw this correctly uh well i'm just going to go over candidates right now because that's when we came to rmi andy we were so flooded in jobs that we i've exclusively focused on the candidate side i have not even ventured over to client side which is kind of the next stage of the journey for us yeah so.
discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.